Hey, welcome to Wolf's Watch. Wolf here. You know, I'm broadcasting late with you today, talking with you late today, because I forgot to tell you, I'm going to be in a three-day workshop with Bo Eason this week. We just wrapped up for today, for Monday. Incredible event. And thank you, Craig Duswalt, for introducing me to Bo. We are uh, working on crafting stories. If you don't know Bo Eason, look him up. Former, former NFL player, former Broadway actor, if you will, had his great play called Runt of the Litter. Look it up. And, and he's built a great team that uh, is helping a group of us you know, work on our communication skills. So here, I've got something I want to share with you. Before we get to that, here's a question. So who are you working with right now to help improve your skills especially given the environment that you find yourself in during the great shutdown. So think about that. Here's, here's what I wanted to share with you. When I was 11 years old, I played basketball during the summer. Not because I had a big burn to play basketball, but my dad, who I had a great relationship with, and today I value that so much because I continue to learn from him as I get older. See, he was very athletic when he was younger. And I wanted to be just like him. He's good with people. Great stories on his athletics and all the stuff he did with his friends, his buddies growing up. So sports was an opportunity for me to do that. Now, here's the challenge. I don't really like basketball. I'm overweight. I'm shorter than average. Rotund little pudge was how one of my cousins so wonderfully described me 20 years later. So I took a lot of grief for being chubby, as my mother said. Eh, she's just, yeah, you're just chubby. And I was fat. I was out of shape. You know, I had a hard time carrying all that extra weight around. I was having a hard time chugging up and down court. But you know what? I went after this, this opportunity to play basketball during the summer, and I did it. I showed up for every practice. Showed up for every game. I sat on the bench every game. I didn't play one game throughout the season but man, I cheered my head off. I was just, I wanted our team to win. I wanted to be part of a winning team, even if I wasn't out there on a court with them scoring points, because I knew, I knew I wasn't that good. I knew that if you put the ball in my hands, it was most likely going to end up in the other team's hands than in the basket. So I had no, uh, I wouldn't say I had no problem with that. It was a humiliating experience. I stuck it out. See, my parents both counseled me on that. They're like, you know, show up, do your best. And especially my dad He's like, you know what? Here's what matters. How well you do? Are you doing everything you can? Are you helping out the other guys on the team? Be there for them. Be there for the team. Be there for yourself. Do the best you can and support the team. I did that. So with seasons over, I don't even remember what the record was. Seasons over, and we had to come together for this award ceremony. And we're in the auditorium at the elementary school that I went to, and I remember that. You know, we're sitting in these uncomfortable seats looking at the coach who's standing out in the middle of the basketball court. All the parents are behind us. That made me nervous. And like having people behind me and sitting, you know, backbench again, crammed in like sardines with the guys. And it's just, it's uncomfortable. It's like, man, I'm bumping elbow because I'm a big kid, right? I'm like two of them, two of any of them. Instead of just going, oh man, just let this be over. I just want to go home. All I wanted was for it to be over so I could just go home. And all of a sudden, the guy next to me is nudging me. I'm like, what? You know, because they've already gone through all the awards. Most valuable player, highest score, team captain, 
you know, all this stuff. And the guy next to me goes, hey, man, go get it. You earned it. And I'm looking around. Everybody's looking at me. And I'm like, oh, what did I do? I'm in, I'm in for it now. I did something wrong. And I don't even know what it was. But I know that look when everybody's looking at me. It's like, here we go again. This is not going to end well. And the coach says my name. And he holds up a trophy and says, Sportsmanship Award. I was like dumbfounded. The guy next to me goes, go on, go on. And, you know, there's just a little bit of applause. And the parents start applauding. And I get up. And I'm like literally stumbling up to the coach. Because I can't believe I got this award. It's like, well, I didn't. I don't deserve this. I'm a horrible player. They didn't even let, they didn't want me on the team. I was last picked in scrimmages. Always got that look at, oh, not him. Yeah, fine. You know, there's no one else. We got to come on so we can get going. Just don't, you know, you do what I tell you and don't screw up. And uh, all of a sudden, handed me a trophy. And I grabbed that trophy and I held on to it. And I was just like, wow. And I shook his hands like, thank you. And I, my eyes were probably this big because I know I just, I, I was embarrassed. I'm turning around and looking. It's like thousands of people, right? Yeah, maybe 50. But you know how it is. The first time you look at an audience, especially as a kid, it's like it looked like there were a th- we, we could have been in Staples Center surrounded by thousands of people, right? And there's a couple of my parents taking pictures. My parents are going nuts, man. I can hear them shouting. They're shouting my name. They're like, oh, yeah, they're so proud of it. And it was also a team voted award. That was the one award that the team voted on. And I remember the vote. Didn't know how it turned out. The guys that called me fatty, that made names, made fun of the whole season, said they didn't want me on the team. Those were the same guys that voted me the sportsmanship award because I did what my dad guided me to do. He said, show up, put it all on the court, put everything you can into it, do your best and support the team. And I did that. And I bit my lip because I had a temper. I was known for having a temper and they baited me trying to get me thrown off the team by doing something that would get me thrown off the team by getting that infamous temper going, you know, I could run my mouth. I couldn't back it up, but I could certainly run my mouth and start stuff. Once we got going, you know, all that I put through all that didn't buy into it. Just showed up, gripped me on, bit my lip, did what I could and just kept on keeping on. And I got that sportsmanship award. And that was a powerful lesson that if I showed up, suited up, put my best into it, looked for how I could best support the people around me, that even if they didn't like me, they would acknowledge the effort and going, you know what? Wow, thanks. That was their way of saying thank you, even though I didn't really contribute to the team on the court when we were playing and competing. But I contributed what I could do off the court and in the practices. And they said, thank you for that by giving me a sportsmanship award. It's a powerful lesson. It was one of those turning points in my life. And I remember that to this day. Now, did I master that and apply it consistently? No, of course not. It's a lesson that stuck with me, though, and I have applied it time and time again. And I have been painfully aware of when I didn't apply it and I should have. So those were, you know, so there's more learning, but also a lot more success. So I would have had way less success in my life. I would have accomplished way less. I would have had way fewer friends, way fewer amazing experiences. And in fact, some of the future turning points in my life, uh, milestones, and you look back across your life and you can see those milestones lined up. If you can't, start looking at that. See what happens for you. See that coming. And sometimes it's an inflection point. 
It's like bapping your head into the microphone, man. It's just like, whoa, oh my gosh, everything shifts and changes. Wouldn't have had those if it hadn't have been for that early experience. So what are you doing? How are you, how are you applying things like that? What are you learning from your experience in life? You know, are your experiences really helping to guide you? Are those becoming those guideposts throughout your life? Here's a word of warning for you. As you get older, you're going to get to a point where if you're not learning from that, if you're not working through it and getting the lessons from it, it will become hindsight that will drive you mad. It will hurt. It will be painful. Your hindsight will be painful rather than instructive. And, and it's a dangerous place to be. You want to be there to look back and see, you know, learn from those guideposts. So are, is, are your experiences in life guiding you? Are you learning from them? Or are they crushing you? Are they making you feel like you're just a total loser? I've been there. I've felt that recently too, right? Had those moments during the great shutdown where like, oh man, you know, all this stuff I screwed up because I wouldn't have been in this position if this or that. And you know what truth is? No telling if it would have turned out different or not. But that will crush you, or if you learn from it and apply it, even if you don't apply it well or consistently, consistently apply the lessons, and your life will be a lot better. You'll learn a lot. You'll go a lot farther. What's your sportsmanship trophy award story? I want to hear. You know what? Share with us. Share it in the comments. If you're watching this on Facebook, you know, like our Facebook page. Share in the comments on YouTube. Please subscribe. Share in the comments. We want to hear. Well, your stories were, how's it, you know, how are you learning from your experience? Help other people learn from theirs. I'm glad you're part of the conversation. I'm Wolf. This is Wolf's Watch. I will see you on the trail, although a little bit later, the next couple of days, because of what we're doing uh, during the day, total, total blackout. Everything's turned off because we're focused and making stuff happen. Got a great group of people. Again, look up Bo Eason, look up Craig Duswalt too, because you know, if it wasn't for him, Never would have met Bo. Craig's much, much longer story. I've known Craig for quite some time, known him for a decade, and he's helped me a lot too in my journey. Look up people like that. You know, who are you following? How are you helping to counsel your kids? If you have kids, do you have kids? Are you doing what my dad did for me, for them? Food for thought. I'll see you on the trail.